0: Can you hear me yet? Okay. Okay. And then maybe I'll use this. I you can leave it outside the door, okay? I can I can go get it in a second, okay? It's sweating. I'm sweating. Okay, um, announcements. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Remember that Amy Grant song? It's actually scripture, but I remembered Amy Grant singing it. Um What are my announcements? One is, we got bulletins, and Elsie's back in charge of the bulletins, praise Jesus, and so we have bulletins that look like our bulletins, so round of applause or a honk of a horn, perfect, perfect, and then, uh, wasn't it awesome to hear Micah? I'm in. I like that guy. Um, Today is World Communion Sunday. For those of you at home listening to the podcast, make sure you have some elements ...ready for that part of the service. Um, also, as you came in, you may have noticed some names. And the, the thing underneath them, um, they're on little sheets of paper. And we're still joining forces with the Narrative Church in Love Costa Mesa. And praying for and being in the corner of Costa Mesa High School, our neighbors to the south here. And so, uh, this Sunday, we have 29 names... Of support staff. These are people who work in janitorial services or lunch. Um, And we think they should, they get some cards too. They need some cards, right? They need some loving. So grab one of these names, write a thank you or an encouraging card to them and get it back to the church by Wednesday. And the Wednesday's uh, church office hours are 9 to 12. Monday through Thursday. Um, anyhow, what else do we got? We got a moment of history that Steve brought me together, and using a handheld microphone is a little more challenging, which is fun, um, fun for the whole family. But this year, we're celebrating our church's 60th anniversary, and those of us who are new here are excited to learn about the honor of about learn about and honor our church's past this month we're focusing on the buildings in coming months we will feature other aspects while attending services at the fairgrounds for two and a half years picture that at our origin for two and a half years we didn't have a building we we just we recognize that we are the people the church is the people and don't you feel like that's right now too Hey, I see Pachi. She's part of the church. That's wonderful. Um, anyway, while attending services at the fairground for two and a half years, the PCC congregation of about 300 raised $90,000 to buy this three and a half acre piece of land where we are now, where, where we are right now. Um, when's the last time you praised God for our forefathers and foremothers planting this local outpost? Um, Let's start this morning with them in mind and the truth that uh, we're gathering with churches all across this globe and breaking bread together, for this is World Communion Sunday. Our call to worship this morning comes from Psalm 19. Listen to the psalmist. The heavens declare the glory of God. The skies proclaim the work of His hands. Day after day they pour forth speech. Night after night they reveal knowledge. Let us worship the Lord in spirit and in truth, singing We Are God's People, as found on the insert in your bulletin. Good morning. Uh, this is
1: All of Communion Sunday, as you heard. We have... Uh, were able to have recorded a very nice hymn that works well for this occasion. It is called, We are God's people, and uh, we are the body of Christ. Diverse, great, and uh, holy. Uh, this, uh, the music for this um, uh, hymn, uh, came from Symphony Number no. 4, uh, Number no. 1 by Brahms. It's a very popular tune, and has been arranged by a great um, uh, minister of music, if anybody remembers, from a Hollywood Presbyterian Church, Fred Bach. He, he passed away, unfortunately, very young, but he left many arrangements, and uh, this is one of them. Uh, just to let you know, there is no amen in your, uh, in your, uh, how do you call that, order service, but um, uh, I will add it to you because we have it in the recording. So let's go. Uh, let's go for this music. Uh, it goes a little fast. That's how it was recorded. So please try to keep track. I'm gonna try to uh, conduct a little bit.
2: So, kids, uh, you are released to go with Miss June over here to, um, to uh, have fun and learn about God. And um, the youth, please stay with us for Pastor Jason's sermon. Try and try as we might to be good. Paul reminds us in Romans, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, and all are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that comes by Christ Jesus, standing on that promise, let us confess our sins against God and neighbor together. O Lord, our God, you call us to proclaim the gospel, but we remain silent in the presence of evil. You call us to be reconciled to you and one another, but we are content to live in separation. You call us to seek the good of all, but we fail to resist the powers of oppression. You call us to fight pretensions and injustice, but we sit idly by, endangering the lives of people far and near. Forgive us, O Lord. Reconcile us to you by the power of your spirit and give us the courage and strength to be reconciled to others through Jesus Christ, your son and our savior amen the good news in christ is that when we face ourselves and god with the awareness of our need we are given grace to grow and courage to continue the journey as far as the east is from the west the lord forgives each one of us be at peace
0: amen does this microphone work Hey, man, this is awesome. Hey, Ezekiel, would you mind coming up here and getting this other microphone for uh, so Jeff can sing and lead us in worship? Where did I put that thing? Okay. I'll come up and open this door. As I'm doing so, I'll give us an introduction to this, this text. We're in our series, Pray, Care, and Share, and we're uh, caring right now. You know, we're, we're trying to care for our neighbors, and we're, we're doing this morning, we're covering a text in John, a little bit about John. When he wrote his gospel, he's, he's a little on the older side, wiser side, so some people can probably identify here in the audience and on the podcast as well, um, and he was one of two uh, of Jesus' best friends, he, him and Peter. Those were the best friends of the living God wrapped in flesh. And um, in this text, we not only see his heart, but we see the heart of of, of the Father. Um, So, let's open our Bibles up to John chapter 11. And I'm going to read verses, I'm going to back up to verse 20. And I'll tell you why in a second. When Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went and met him while Mary stayed at home. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, if you had only been here, my brother would not have died. But even now I know that God will give you whatever you ask of him. Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. The Messiah, the Uyas of Theos, the Son of God, the one coming into this world. When she had said this, she went back and called her sister Mary and told her privately, The teacher is here and calling for you. And when she heard it, she got up quickly and went to him. Now Jesus had not yet come to the village. But was still at the place where Martha had met him. The Jews who were with her in the house, consoling her, said, Saw Mary, get up quickly and go out. They followed her, because they thought that she was to the tomb to weep. When Mary came, where Jesus when Mary came where Jesus was and saw him, she knelt at his feet and said to him, Lord, If you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping, and the Jews who came with her also weeping, he was greatly disturbed in spirit and deeply moved. He said, Where have you laid him? They said to him, Lord, come and see. Jesus began to weep. So the Jews said, See? How he loved him, but some of them said, Could not he who opened the eyes of the blind man have kept this man from dying? This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Couple reasons I kept it. I I backed it up to verse 20. I wanted to make the point. The Gospel of Luke tells the famous story of Mary and Martha, right? And Martha's the task person. And Mary's the compassionate one. And she comes and sits at Jesus' feet. John has Martha getting it. Luke has Mary getting it. John has Martha getting it. This is just a word of hope to all you planners out there. For all you Marthas. You know, uh, you still get it. And you get it on a deep level. Because notice that conversation that sets the stage for Jesus' Meeting us in our deepest needs. I think Martha is the only person on the planet at that point that gets who Jesus really is. So, I just backed it up to say, hey, good job, Martha. And also, I'll come back to it in a second. Um, First of all, in verse 28, the teacher is here calling to you actually calling for you Martha says that to her sister Mary Dale Bruner says this could be etched on every church pew in the world this is a message this is the gospel of grace come and see The Lord is here for you. I don't know where you're at in your lives this morning. But I pray that you hear those words. You could be experiencing the highest highs. That's me right now. My father-in-law, he interviewed and he's going to be a pastor in Florida. A buddy of mine, Steve Sweet, who's been a youth pastor since I was a youth. (laughs) <laughs> Down at Laguna Beach Presbyterian Church, he's just handed—he's been handed the baton. He's the head pastor of Laguna Beach Presbyterian Church, and we're in a covenant together. I'm just celebrating. It goes to me, and it goes to anyone here that's suffering great loss. Some of you are out here, and you're going for—you're you're going through the fight of your life. You're fighting for your marriage. You're missing loved ones. The teacher is here. And he's here for you. Verses 29 through 31. Notice. Um, different people deal with death differently. All around the globe. If you're ever looking for an interesting read, I uh, checked this out from the library, a buddy of mine, Bianca, she recommended it to it to me, and it's excellent. It's From Here to Eternity by Caitlin Doughty. I think that's how you say it. But it's just how different cultures deal with death and dying. And I want to say that our, the culture we currently live in is one of the worst. We don't give places to grieve. We don't give people time to, to miss their loved ones. The machine keeps going. But I want to say, not here. Right? Not amongst these people. Not amongst the people to your left and to your right. This is one thing that I think Presbyterian Church of the Covenant shines at. We have a lot of loss. We have a lot of hurt here. And so if you're Feeling alone, you're feeling hurt, you've, you're feeling the COVID, you know. And death takes many forms while we're alive, right? There's all kinds of missing of things. I miss, I long for being back in the sanctuary behind me. I long for not sweating. As much as right now. <laughs> if anybody can, you guys are still pretty safe. I guess it's good. I, I'm not going to sweat on you. You know, usually I have to do the disclaimer. If you're sitting in the first three rows, you know, you could get wet. It's like SeaWorld. But it's not because I'm, you know, I'm about 20 feet. Of, anyway, it's a long story. Um, but notice that the grievers in this text are a lot like you and me. A lot like this place. Mary and Martha are broken. Their, their brother has just passed away. And where are the grievers? Right with them. Sitting right next to them. Word of, a word of wisdom. You don't have to say anything. Just the ministry of presence. And as we start being challenged to care for our neighbors... There's a lot of hurt to, in the people's lives that we've been placed near. And some of us this morning are being called to grieve with somebody, to grieve with a neighbor, either in this body or in your neighborhood. My wife is really good at grieving with people. Often I'll be at a supermarket and I'll notice that she's connected with whoever's checking out and within 15 minutes they're crying together. <laughs> we were at uh, one of these parent things with uh, with my son up in San Marino. It was a fundraiser for the school. They do these huge fundraisers up in San Marino. Cause, and we were sitting around a table. I went and To go get us beverages, and between the time I went to go get beverages and the time it took to get back, my wife was holding my my son's first grade teacher and crying together. Um, This morning, are there people that you're supposed to be hurting with? Are you supposed to be learning from these grievers in the text? And like I said, a word of wisdom, you don't have to say anything. Just being there is ministry enough. But notice, there's also, when she goes to see Jesus, who else goes to see Jesus? Everybody around her. Right? Okay. Then in verse 33, Jesus is... Is disturbed in spirit and deeply moved. When I first read that I thought, Oh, he's broken. He's hurt. But I dug a little deeper. And the word here, deeply moved, is embryomai m embri mai. Try saying that 20 times fast. (laughs) And outside of the Bible, it's used to refer to the snorting noise of a horse. (laughs) You know? When applied to human emotions, it invariably speaks of anger. Jesus... Is furious in this text. It's something I've always missed. Jesus is furious. Was anyone here last week? Honk your horn if you were here last week. I want to do a correction. Um, You may have noticed um, I got furious. And I got so furious I was crying. And I was furious at the injustice of our police officers towards African Americans. Somebody asked me, I noticed you mentioned the African Americans. What about the police officers? And I want to, there's a correction there's enough of God's fury towards injustice to go around. I didn't mention it, but that breaks my heart too. That we have men and women signing up to protect and serve us and many in this country are seeing them as enemies. There's enough of God's love and his glad mercy, because that was the call. I said, we, we are called to meet these cries for justice. And there's enough of God's mercy and grace to meet all sides of every argument. It's both and. And I think that the bridge into back the text, what is Jesus so furious about? Jesus is furious and angry at death. At death. He's furious and angry that currently, death is reigning. Calvin says he's furious at the violent tyranny of death he's angry that that death often seems like it has the last words and he's he's furious that he's got to go to the cross and go through this death on our behalf In his fury, he's saying, This isn't the way that my father designed this place. We've gotten so far off track. And then, famously, the shortest verse in the Bible Jesus wept. And the word wept is in the aorist, expressing a definite action. Hence, Jesus burst into tears. And the word adekrosin, that's translated wept or weeping, can also be translated uncontrolled wailing. Dale Bruner says bawled. There's tears coming out of places that he doesn't even realize the tears could come out of. When's the last time you bawled? I wish you, why don't you share with somebody? Last time you bawled. You cried. You actually wept and there were tears flowing like crazy. Everybody's not sharing with anybody. Scott, have you ever talked to that woman next to you? Her name's Terry. You guys are married. Tell her the last time you bawled. Camera guy. I don't know who you could talk to. Maybe, yeah, text somebody. One commentator says, Jesus is not remote from the sufferings of his fellow humans. The fact that he is one with us in humanity means that he is one with us in agony. N.T. says, when we look at Jesus, we are seeing not just a flesh and blood human being, but the word made flesh. This is God made flesh weeping. He has borne our griefs, said the prophet Isaiah, and carried our sorrows. And then our text ends, couldn't he save himself? And this is a straight line to where? Has anybody ever read John or the Gospel? Where else do they say this? Marsh is interactive. Even with the mask, I can hear twenty feet away. On the cross, right? He's healed people. Why doesn't he save himself? Why doesn't he bring himself down off the cross? John, this is John is throwing My son always says, well, no, duh, he's foreshadowing. (laughs) That's a teen voice, by the way. (laughs) He's foreshadowing, Dad. He is foreshadowing. Lazarus' death points to Jesus' death. Lazarus being raised points to God raising Jesus, his one and only son from the grave for you and I. Two kinds of grief. There's grief that often plagues this world. That is the grief of brokenness and darkness. And then there's the grief with hope. We as followers were called to grieve. With those who grieve. But ours is infused with hope. If you ever want a textbook example of how to grieve with hope, read verses 20 through 28 again. Because Martha nails it to a T. And that moves us into our application. We grieve with those who grieve, but we grieve with hope. Knowing where the power lies. But also, standing in the corner of the brokenhearted. Being that hope, anchor to those that are going through the valleys. And if you're going through the valleys, the people to your right and to your left, they are your Marthas. They are your grief bearers. They are your life companions to go through these valleys together. We need to, next application. Are you inviting people to this place? Are you caring enough for people to say to them, the teacher is here calling for you? Last but not least, I want to remind everyone here that God himself weeps with you. Weeps with you and I. And as we move towards the table, let's keep that in mind. Let's keep that close to our hearts as these are perfect outward signs of inward truths that changes for eternity. Heavenly Father, precious Lord Jesus, powerful Spirit, I pray that you would help us and grow our hearts that we might care for the people you place in our lives. We first start with recognizing You care for each of us. You sent your one and only Son into this earth to weep with us. Prepare our hearts even now as we start looking toward breaking bread with one another. And all God's people said, Amen. Now, uh, for the people at home, this is the time where I'm going to call for the offering. And we've taken a little bit of a dip, but God is still taking care. And know that I am grateful to God for each and every person that has been faithful in tithing and offering. Um, If you're at home, you send your your tithes and offerings to Presbyterian Church of the Covenant, P.O. Box 2128, Costa Mesa, California, 92628. And if you're here in this drive-in service, there'll be baskets on the way out. And uh, both in the driveway and as you walk out of the other side of the fellowship hall. But now, this morning's offering is received. And as we do so, let's, let's sing an offering song up to the God who weeps with us.
3: Are good you are good when there's nothing good in me you are love you are love on display for all to see you are light you are light when the darkness closes in you are hope you are hope you have covered all my sin You are peace, you are peace, when my fear is crippling. You are true, you are true, even in my wondering. You are joy, you are joy, you're the reason that I sing. You are life, you are life, in you death has lost its sting. I'ma run into your arms, I'ma run into your arms, the riches of your love will always be enough. Nothing compares to your embrace light of the world forever. Ring. You are more you are more. You are here. You are here. In Your presence,
4: I'm made whole. You are God. You are God of our
3: lesson, letting go. Here we go. Come on. Oh, I'ma run into Your arms. I'ma run into Your arms. The riches of Your love will always. be. To your embrace Light of the world Forever I will run into your arms I will run into your arms The riches of your love Will always be enough Nothing compares To your embrace Light of the world Forever My heart will sing no other name, Jesus, Jesus. My heart will sing no other name, Jesus, Jesus. Sing together. Here we go. My heart will sing no other name, Jesus. My heart will sing No other name
4: Jesus Jesus My heart will sing No other name Jesus Jesus One last time, come on My heart
3: will sing No other name Jesus. Jesus Oh, I'm a run into your arms I'm a run into your arms The riches of your love will always be enough Nothing compares Nothing compares to your embrace, light of the world forever.
5: Today is World Communion Sunday. And around the globe, (laughs) see, around the globe, tens of thousands of Christian brothers and sisters are coming to the table to remember our Lord and to proclaim his final victory in the world. It was during the Second World War that World Communion became popular because we were trying to hold the world together. World Communion symbolized the effort to hold things together in a spiritual sense, something also very needed in today's world. Whether shared in a grand cathedral, in a mud hut, outside on a hilltop, in a meeting house, in a storefront, or in cars in a parking lot, The Common Communion Liturgy is recited and shared and bread, in many, many forms is broken. And we all are part of the body of believers. It doesn't matter what part of the world we hail from, because from God's perspective, there are no political, ethnic, cultural or natural boundaries. From God's perspective, we are God's people, one people. Jesus Christ invites believers from all over the world in every time and place to join us. As we open the doors and prepare the meal, Christ invites all, despite our differences, experiences, and pasts, to come to the table of the Lord. Danny, would you lead us to the table?
3: So this is just an opportunity for us to be contemplative. Create in me a clean heart, O Lord my God, and renew a right spirit within me. The words of David, let's sing those again. Create in me a clean heart, O Lord my God. And renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from thy presence, O Lord. Take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of my salvation, O Lord, and renew a right spirit within me. Let's sing that again. Create in me a clean heart, O Lord my God, and renew a right spirit within me, create in me, create in me a clean heart, oh, Lord, my God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from thy presence, O oh Lord. Take not thy Holy Spirit from me home. Oh. Restore to me the joy of my salvation. right spirit within me, With
5: Pray with me Christ by your cross and resurrection you have set us free pour out your Holy Spirit on this table which is spread around this globe may all who partake wherever they live know the reconciling love of Jesus Christ may your church go forth from communion with you to be one in Christ and one in witness to the world. And so, may we be one with all who share this feast on this day, with all your children at every corner of your table. May we share this abundant cup with all those who thirst for your justice. May we share this abundant bread with all those who hunger for your righteousness. As this bread is Christ's body for us, send us from this table to be the body of Christ in all the world. Send us with a spirit of courage, a spirit of power and love, that we may be witnesses in all creation to the unending story of your word. Keep us faithful and fruitful and hopeful and peaceful until we come at last to the one table of your kingdom to feast with all your saints in the joy of your eternal realm with you and with your word through christ and in christ the one who came for us died for us and rose for us amen this table is for all of us near and far, high and low, east and west, north and south. This table is for all of us, but it is not our table. It's not a Presbyterian table. It's not an American table. It is God's table for all of us, and it is a table of grace. So come and take your place at the table. You are welcome. You are invited. You are called. Come, share this meal together. Today in many lands, clergy are lifting up the bread and the cup and using the words we use to invite believers to share in this feast. As we are reminded of Jesus' words, we also are reminded that around the world people are picking up bread in whatever form they use and saying the words of Jesus. When he said, this is my body broken for you, broken for you broken for you broken take eat and do so in remembrance of me you've received the little pods and if you just pull the little clear tab your a wafer your communion bread will be there take and eat in the same way Jesus took the cup and he said this is the cup of the new salvation shed for you for the forgiveness of sins in doing so he offered the reconciliation of the whole world jesus said take drink and do in remembrance of me and so we take our pods and we peel back the other lid and as one we say take and drink thanks be to god will you pray with me Gracious God, we offer our thanks for the whole communion of saints' witness to this feast and for the ministry of churches around the world who gather with us today. By this broken bread, may we each be restored for the work yet to come. By this shared cup, may we each be claimed for the proclamation of your kingdom. At this shared table, May we be united as children of your promise, children of your word, dying and made new again, sent boldly together into the world as servants of your peace. Amen.
0: Amen. And let me give us a benediction before I do so. Good job bringing out the flags for some of you. Is this thing on still? Okay, good. Uh, I knew beard I knew beard would bring it. Uh, he's got this this flag the size of, I don't know it's like a that's a legit fag of Scotland. Um, thank you, everybody, for showing up. I want to just a round of applause or a honk or for the worship team and for the sound text that just roll with the punches. Uh, now go. yeah, I saw the band clapping. They're, no, you're supposed to receive it. Mark, come on, buddy. Uh, also, I'm so glad that everybody here showed up. I, make sure you grab one of those names on the on the way out for the uh, support staff of Costa Mesa High School. Write a, just a, an encouraging note or a card to, to one of those folk and get it back here um, Monday through Wednesday, 9 to noon. Um, and if you have trouble with that, Nora, you can call Nora Anderson. And her, her number was on the email, but I, and in the directory. Um, I'm going to send this out with a benediction. How about, uh, how about them apples? Uh, may God's face shine upon you. May the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit guard and keep you. And may the peace of Christ, which transcends all understanding, guard your heart and your mind today, tomorrow, and forevermore. May it be so. Amen.
3: Now, if you're sitting in the car with somebody and you're comfortable doing this, I want you to reach over and grab their hand. And if you are sitting by yourself, I want you to imaginarily grab someone's hand and imagine that you're unified with the world as we sing this together. Our Father, who art in heaven... Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Baritone today. Give us this day our daily bread. and the glory forever Amen.